0: You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! From WNYC and New Jersey
1: Public Radio, it's the Christy Tracker Podcast. They're telling us the truth. I think people are ready to hear the truth. People didn't tell you the truth you were counting on to tell you the truth. I don't understand why you're booing the first guy who came here and told you the truth. It's the truth.
0: I'm David First, and here we are in week two of the Bridgegate trial for former Chris Christie staffer Bridget Ann Kelly and former Deputy Executive Director of the Port Authority Bill Baroni. The man who already pleaded guilty to the George Washington Bridge lane closure scheme has been on the stand. We've heard from Port Authority Executive Director Pat Foy, Fort Lee Mayor Mark Sokolich, and there has been a lot of talk about the truth and lying and what the public has the right to know. Once again, to help us sort all of this out, we are joined by WNYC's Matt Katz and Andrea Bernstein with all of the latest on the trial. Welcome back, hey Thanks, David, Andrea, Matt. Now that we have you know more than a week under our belt, what are your biggest takeaways?
2: I think for me, the biggest surprise is how involved David Wildstein was. He is the guy that pleaded guilty and is now cooperating. How involved he was with Christie's inner circle. Wildstein testified last week that he discussed using Port Authority resources to gain the endorsement of Democratic mayors with Chris Christie. And then comes this very dramatic moment on Tuesday when we get to September 11th. 2013. So, this is the 12th anniversary of the 9 11 attacks, and Wildstein and Baroni and David Sampson, who's the head of the Port Authority, are going to meet Christie at the World Trade Center for the memorial. Wildstein testifies that he and Bill Baroni planned to talk to Chris Christie about the lane closures. According to Wildstein, Bridget Kelly had said that the governor was going to love this, and they get to the 9-11 memorial. Baroni says, according to Wildstein, Governor, I have to talk to you about something. There's a tremendous amount of traffic in Fort Lee, and you'll be pleased to know that Mayor Sokolich is very frustrated. Here's the kicker. According to Wildstein, Christie laughed, and he responded, I'm sure Mr. Edge would not be involved in anything political. And he's referring to Wildstein's previous personality as an anonymous political blogger. So here is Wildstein describing under oath in graphic detail when he told, according to Wildstein, when he told Chris Christie about this. Now, it's worth saying that Chris Christie has said if Wildstein mentioned traffic, How would I have remembered that?
0: Well, here's how we put it on New Jersey 101.5's Ask the Governor show on Tuesday night.
1: If they said to me there's traffic at the George Washington Bridge, where there's lots of traffic in Fort Lee, and I don't remember them saying that. Mm -hmm. But even if they did, why would that matter to me?
2: Traffic is so common in New Jersey. But this is an awful lot of detail to be going into under oath. Stunning stuff and, and pretty Grizzly and uh, hard-to-stomach detail, it's all taking place at the World Trade Center as they're planning to go and mourn the dead of the 9-11 attacks.
0: Here's a bit more of Governor Christie talking about the Bridgegate trial. Here's what he
1: had to say on Tuesday afternoon. There's all kinds of stuff going on up in a courtroom in Newark, and I want to be really clear. I have not and will not say anything different than I've been saying since January of 2014 no matter what is set up there, I had no knowledge prior to or during these lane realignments. I had no role in authorizing it. I had no knowledge of it. And there has been no evidence ever put forward that I did.
0: Matt, uh, for for someone who has been uh, obsessively covering the Bridgegate story for, for over three years. Is it somewhat shocking to finally hear words coming out of David Wildstein's mouth?
3: Oh, it's incredible. It's incredible to, to see him in person dishing the dirtiest, darkest secrets about New Jersey politics in front of all of us and being forced to say everything he knows or allegedly knows. Uh, it's amazing to see him walk through the courtroom and, and to see what he, how he carries himself. He has this sort of um, hunched shuffle. Uh, but he speaks in a, a somewhat meek voice, but there's a there, there's a confidence to it. Like he knows exactly what he's doing. He looks at the jury while he's talking often. He repeated the famous time for some traffic problems in Fort Lee email, and he glanced at the jury while he said it. This uh, was the email written by uh, uh, Bridget, Bridget Kelly. Kelly. Yes, yes. Um, but w- what is really like just knocked my socks off, something that I don't think we had any real true full conception of is how early the Christie administration was going after endorsements from uh, the Democratic mayors in New Jersey in
2: a systematic way
3: in a systematic way this is not something that began like when the re-election campaign began this literally began in 2010 that's Christie's first year in office as soon as he got into office his operatives his tax and toll payer funded uh, political operatives who were working for him were trying to get endorsements from Democratic mayors. They were keeping spreadsheets and lists, government documents of targets for endorsements. They were explaining things. the, the, The list had all the things that they were giving, the goodie bags that they were giving to these mayors for this like four year long courtship, all which they hoped would culminate. Three, four years later, with a press conference where a Democratic mayor of a town like Fort Lee would, would say, I'm endorsing Republican Governor Chris Christie for re-election. I mean, Christie didn't even say he was he, – he told us through 2012 he wasn't even sure if he was going to run for re-election.
0: The goody bags you're talking about, uh, these are items uh, collected from uh, uh, the World Trade Center site. The, the, there's, to-
3: there's all kinds of stuff. The, uh, Fort Lee, for example. Let's take Fort Lee. Fort Lee got shuttle buses to New York City from the Port Authority. Um, they got flags that were flown over Ground Zero on the uh, 10th anniversary of 9-11. There were 100 of these flags. They would raise them, salute, put them down. And then send them off to a local mayor so they could buy their endorsements.
2: With a certificate that said these were ordered raised over Ground Zero by Governor Chris Christie and signed by David Sampson, the chairman of the Port Authority. It's worth also noting that during this time, Matt said toll paying, David Wildstein and Bill Barone and David Sampson were involved in a another plan at the Port Authority, right. had a massive toll hike. So this happens that they would even have more money so that they could... Distribute it to mayors in this way.
3: They were also doing tours of Ground Zero before the site was open. Port Authority runs Ground Zero. Uh, mayor Sokolich of Fort Lee got two tours of Ground Zero. One he was was given to him by the top two executives at the Port Authority, Bill Baroni and uh, and David and um, David Wildstein. Bill Baroni took they they took time out of their job running this multi-billion-dollar agency to give tours to the mayor of a town of 60,000 people, including with when his relatives were in town from from Europe. Um, There were games, uh, New Jersey Devils games. There were Giants games. I want to read one quote that came out in testimony. This is from an email sent by Bill Stepien, who was working for the governor at the time, but then he would become campaign manager for Christie's re-election. And it was sent in 2011. Christie's term is not halfway through. He sends an email to David Wildstein. This is regarding Fort Lee. He says, it's good to be an incumbent with stuff to offer ain't it
0: tours games let's talk some more about bill stepion who is really emerging as a key figure here this is uh the former uh, christie's former deputy chief of staff his uh campaign manager for two campaigns matt can you tell us more about his background and what he did for governor christie
3: sort of a political wonderkind. he uh came out of New Jersey politics. Uh, He was in his uh, late 20s, early 30s when he got involved with uh, Chris Christie. He ran his first campaign for governor. This was an underdog campaign. Chris Christie was not supposed to win. Stepien was able to Carry, helped carry Christie to victory. Uh, he was considered one of the best political operatives in the country at the time for being able to do this. Very impressive. Went on to become deputy chief of staff, where we now know he ran this intergovernmental affairs unit that was in large part a political operation within the governor's office, targeting Democratic uh, mayors that they could use to build a big uh, re election victory. Sure enough, in 2013, Stepien went from the Intergovernmental Affairs Office over to the re-election campaign, ran the re-election campaign. Christie wins by massive numbers, and he was in line to become Christie's presidential campaign manager. That didn't happen because of Bridgegate. Christie
1: ousted him from the operation. I've instructed Bill Stepien to not place his name in nomination for state party chairman. And he will not be considered for state party chairman. And I've instructed him to withdraw his consultancy with the Republican Governors Association. He has since resurrected himself. He is national
3: field director for Donald Trump, which makes some of the revelations in court this week all the more interesting because it's so relevant to what's going on in today's election.
2: And. Christie said that he was firing Stepien. This was after the Time for Some Traffic emails was released because Stepien showed a callous disregard in his emails towards some other officials in New Jersey.
1: I was disturbed by the tone and behavior and attitude.
2: But... When Christie's lawyers, led by Randy Mastro, did their investigation, they kind of left Bill Stepien out of it. He was not charged in Bridgegate. He hasn't been charged. But the new revelations by David Wildstein, who said that he discussed not only the lane closures, but the traffic study cover story with Stepien, that came out in court early this week. When you couple with that with some other Evidence that we have uh, found, or that's been released in court documents, it paints a different picture of Bill Stepien. So Wildstein says he told him about it early. Then there's an email that Stepien sent to Bill Baroni after Bill Baroni gave some testimony that is false before the legislature.
3: This hearing is about the lack of communication and the poor conduct of the Port Authority, well, you and you
0: are here
1: trying to cover that up. There's what no, I would uh, like to know line, is whether or not you have an email trail. You're trying to tell us that this major, a study that had a major disruption on your major bridge, has no paper trail. That there is not a single email that explains how
2: this was done. I, that defies fall logic, here. and nobody in this room believes that. And after that testimony, Stappian said, "Hey, great job. I know it's not a fun topic, but you did great, and I thank you." So there was that kind of endorsement from Bill Stappian, and then we learned over the summer. Stepien's name came up again when uh, a lower-level aide in the governor's office sent an email saying that Christie flat-out lied about senior staff and Stepien not being involved. So Stepien hasn't been charged, but a different picture is emerging from the evidence that's been presented in court and in court documents.
0: Matt, are you getting the sense that uh, a curtain is slowly being pulled back on the conspiracy?
3: Oh, no, no question. More uh, people are figuring in. We understand what people's roles were. We understand that uh, Wildstein alleges that he told a Port Authority commissioner about the scheme, Pat Schuber, uh, who through an attorney has denied it, as has uh, Stepion's attorney has, has said that pointed out that Stepion had nothing to do with this. Otherwise, he would have been charged with a crime and pointed out that Stepien, once he allegedly may have heard about this, he, he told Wildstein, go talk to the Port Authority. But, you know, this shows that Wildstein had to have told certain people and in order for this to have gone down, and now it's starting to make sense how this would have come out in the way it did and how Wildstein would have been able to get away with it and why there would have been such an uh, attempt at a cover-up.
1: What I said in January of 2014 was true then, it's true today, and it will never be proven to be anything but true.
0: And Andrea, this is becoming my standard question at the end of these chats, but why wasn't Governor Christie charged? Why wasn't Bill Stepien charged?
2: Right. So it seems like what has happened is that Paul Fishman, the U.S. attorney, has made a decision that if you weren't actually involved in... Manipulating the resources of the Port Authority for this lane closure or in somehow ordering it or in talking to the bridge engineers uh, that you were not charged in this case. So even if you, you were alerted to it, even if you were alerted, even if you discussed it, if you went
3: to a diner right. with one of the conspirators to chit chat about right.
2: it. I mean, what's emerging from this and what's emerged from other documents is that even though Bill Stepien at this time was not Bridget Kelly's actual boss because he was at the campaign and she was in the governor's office, there was a close communication. And every time Wildstein talks about it, he says, Kelly and Stepien, Kelly and Stepien. So they they come together as a pair. And even if Stepien knew everything that Kelly was doing because he wasn't in the government because he didn't say time for some traffic problems because he didn't communicate in that way. That appears to be why he wasn't charged. And the same for Chris Christie, although we expect to learn much, much more about the roles of Christie and some other Port Authority commissioners like David Sampson, Christie's very close pal, mentor, father figure, and also Rich Bagger, who is still on the Port Authority Board, was Christie's chief of staff. So there may be testimony about some of these other people as we go along as well.
3: Maybe if uh, Fishman the U.S. Attorney were to charge all the people who were aware of it, there just wouldn't have been enough room at the defense table for all the people. So maybe it was just a logistical court Space considerations? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, maybe that's what it was. I mean, it it does seem like so many people knew. Uh, They asked Wildstein in court right after he got the time for some traffic problems in Fort Lee He says that he told Stepien. And then I I told Mr. Stepien what I had heard from Miss Kelly to close the Fort Lee lanes and that I was moving forward to do so. How did Mr. Stepien respond? Mr. Stepien asked what story we were going to use. And I explained to Mr. Stepien that I was going to create the cover of a traffic story. And then Stepien says, basically, leave me out of it go through official channels to talk about Port
0: Authority matters. WNYC's Andrea Bernstein and Matt Katz, thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next week.
2: See you next week. And, you know, i got to say, David, I just... You know, I'm learning about all this stuff. I suspected it, but sometimes I feel like I can't handle the truth.
0: I can't handle the truth. And Matt, can we go out with a little music uh, from MASH? I understand that the classic TV show actually came up in court this week.
3: 20 years ago, David Wildstein says he called the then chairman of the New Jersey Democratic Committee and said that Alan Alda, of all people, a celebrity with New Jersey ties, wanted to run for Senate as a Democrat in New Jersey, and this threw New Jersey politics into a fit for uh, many weeks wildstein had pretended to be an associate of alda a representative of alda's he was nothing of the sort wildstein was just doing his dirty tricks
0: okay the christy tracker podcast is a production of wnyc and new jersey public radio our theme music is by 29 hour music people you can subscribe to season two of the podcast on itunes like us on facebook Follow Matt Katz at Matt Katz 00, and that is Matt, of course, K A T Z, and Andrea Bernstein at Andrea i Y C. I'm David First, and hey, Hawkeye, you made it to the Bridgegate trial. What do you think?
1: I didn't hear you say that.
0: Because it isn't possible, it's inhuman.